0: Welcome to Revenue Radio, our podcast powered by Kasuf. I'm Jeff Dance. I'm your host today for our Revenue Radio. I'm the Executive Director at Kasuf Healthcare Solutions, where we strive to enhance the business of medicine for you, the practice manager, the practice owner, and the physician. So we're glad you're here with us today, and we're going to be uh, discussing how to use your banker. We've always uh, heard that uh, you need a good CPA, a good lawyer, and you also need a good banker. And we've got Aaron Price with us today. He's our guest. and uh, uh, Aaron, glad to have you with us. Aaron is with Riverbank and Trust here in Birmingham. He's been in banking now for uh, about twelve years, and I think the last seven or so he's been uh, in the or five to seven years. He's been in sort of this healthcare specific role, and we're going to really jump into this whole idea of how to use your banker. Absolutely. So, Aaron, but, thanks thank, for thanks for being with us, man. Thank you for having me. Very very
1: appreciative and, and excited to be talking. Uh, relationship banking because uh, as a community bank the relationship is uh, so important um, you know I think relationship banking here uh, I'm gonna quote my CEO here but you you got to become a friend before you can do a deal yeah and so just uh, working with a banker that understands you know your practice and that can add value to uh, your practice is just a, a crucial piece of the pie right is your is your banker being proactive? Is your banker, uh, you know, reaching out to not only make sure things are efficient within the practice, but uh, is your is your banker uh, trying to uh, help streamline either uh, accounts receivables or accounts payables? You know, th- there's a lot of advanced online uh, uh, options a, a practice can have. And so just... You know, when I think about relationship banking, I think about a banker that's being proactive and that is, you know, getting out there, understanding your business, coming to your business, uh, um, and just just you know
0: doing the best they can to support you. Um, I, I think um, part of that relationship piece too is understanding the, the technology that that's needed nowadays. There's uh, software such as QuickBooks, and one of the questions is. Does it interface? Does it link up? And and those types of all, all the technology and the utilization of of efficiencies and such that that I, I really appreciate bankers that think that way for me and for my practices for my clients that can help uh, make that work and and always you know efficiencies are always great, um, but uh, again understanding the healthcare side so a banker that. For your for like like yourself who who uh, really focuses on healthcare, well, you got vet, veterinarians, dentists, right? So other. been
1: of money uh, in the healthcare space a long time, and, yep. and been working with dentists, optometrists, uh, general physicians, M- MDs, DOs, and and uh, and and uh, I think I said op- optometrists, but in the optometric space, yep. and so you know, understanding the the cash flow of a practice. Is so crucial, and to do that, you know, when you work with Riverbank and Trust, we have uh, a treasury management department, and a lot of the times with larger banks, you will see that uh, you will see that banker maybe um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? And so, with Riverbank, uh, I work with uh, Chrissy Alban. Uh, she is a seasoned treasury management officer. Uh, she understands and communicates. Uh, extremely well, and so just having the opportunity to to work with Chrissy and provide the uh, practices, the advanced online banking um, that the practice needs to be successful is something I'm very proud of. I, mm-hmm. I think I, I, this is true. I, I don't know if I have introduced Chrissy Albin to a doctor and we have not earned their business she's knowledgeable she's smart she understands the industry she understands the products and she's a people person and and she
0: just does a great job of communicating uh, that to your practice right Uh, and I I think one of the one of the things I talk to my colleagues about a lot is uh, you want someone and again, it's sales relationship is relationships are sales, and sales is a relationship. It's a service. Uh, you want somebody that is confident. They know their business, and and want to, and can try to help you. Not arrogance, and not just trying to get another another service sold, another fee generated, etc. I'm I'm a big believer in. If somebody comes in and they want my business, they need to be confident, not arrogant uh, in how they approach the, the relationship. As, <clears throat> as a community banker, we're, we're appreciative of your business. We want
1: your business. Um, you, you know, we want to support you. And, and it's one of those that when you work, when you work with me, uh, and this is just using me as example, There's there's so many great bankers out there, but you get the combination of, hey, I've worked for a very large corporate bank for, you know, a, a long time, and majority of that business was in the practice finance uh, division, and that was, you know, providing loans to doctors that were starting by and expanding a practice, really supporting doctors in all life cycles of practice ownership. But, but now, since coming to Riverbank, you know, I, I'm able to just simplify that process, right? Mm-hmm. In a community bank, your banker really does everything. I mean, you're not working with large uh, corporate divisions. Your banker is very hands-on. They know exactly, you know, where a deal may be within the sales cycle, within the underwriting. And, and, you know, I think about relationship banking, I think about community banking, it's just... Having local underwriting, right? My my underwriter is one office over from me, right? If if we're running into something, let's talk it out and let's figure out why. And Mm -hmm. and having a person that I can communicate that with too is crucial. And then working for a bank that empowers their banker to to you know go out into the community, collect deposits, and make small business loans and supports those bankers. You know, it's just a it's it's a It's a very simple business model, right, collecting deposits and making loans. Um, But it can be complicated, and Riverbank is just
0: taking the complication out of it. Good, yeah, good. Well, I'm going to combine a couple of questions here. Um, You know, we've got bank holidays and the old banker's hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, But I get it if I'm – it's an individual, you know, type of – transaction I'm going to the bank and I need to do something I understand that but as a business business keeps going uh, what what do I what should I expect from my banker my business banker uh, you got you've got to follow your your the bank's holidays and such you can't go in there and make something happen when the bank is closed but are you still available how does that work what should I expect as the customer? in a relationship with my banker
1: so Mm -hmm. you you know the goal of a community bank is to support the community right we we are available uh, all the time you know i I would say uh, working with a banker that is proactive and that wants your business is so important because hey if you're a surgeon and, and you're in surgery from eight to five and and you need a cashier's check for a home closing like your banker should be able to bring you a cashier's check, come to you, you know, appreciate your business. And, and it's just a lost art these days, you know, being, being proactive and understanding the needs of a practice is crucial and and you have to want that business or else there's somebody else out there that will. So, So to me, the customer service is a huge aspect of it. Being proactive, understanding you know some pain points within a practice how can we support you all that goes into a, a, a good relationship and then down the road that people are appreciative of that you yeah know?
0: I, I i agree with you i think that the law start of being uh, hands-on and being seen um the the best bankers I've worked with are ones that come on site. They're not afraid to bring that stack and say and sit down with the doctor, I need your signature here. We gotta update the signature card, we brought on a new partner, or whatever the, the situation is, is causing and and just walk the, the owners through those signatures, um whatever the the the, the issue is bringing the the closing documents back it's not all DocuSign or online signatures and such uh, there's a lot of that and I, I tell you just being the facilitator of that as the practice manager in my experience the clients that we work with now those bankers that come on site oh, that's crucial uh, is huge doctors getting ready to buy a new piece of equipment you brought that up before I want to, you not not that you're, you know, coming in judging the 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 purchase, right. but at least let me see where the thing's gonna go. I want to help you think through it. Right. I've had bakers do that, and it is you kind of go, huh, what? But it, man, it's a it's a great. Uh, just a, a great interaction, I think, between yeah. bank bank customer and 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 managers and such. When you're being
1: proactive and and you're you know wanting that uh, practices business, you know think of, think about everything that we have on file, right? So w- we may have provided a pra- past practice loan, so we're going to keep tax returns on file. We're going to you know be able to uh, run spreads quickly. And I think if we're going and the, we're top of mind to help our practice owners, whether it's an equipment loan or purchasing a secondary home loan, if we're active and we're showing appreciation, it, it not only hey we're we're earning some business, but we're making the doctor's life very easy, right? We're we're proactively going to get that business, and then they're not having to hey the way that they get paid is practicing, right? right. So then they're not having to. Uh, disrupt what generates income for them and so uh, it is important for a banker to to want your business to go out to see you to understand you know your um, just overall environment I, I'll give an example I, I had a, a customer we were grabbing lunch or um, we were talking um, we were talking deposits right and she was uh, an, an online uh, doctor essentially using um, using services online and they were getting checks mailed to a PO box right and then taking those checks from a PO box and then taking them home kind of uh, creating Excel spreadsheet reconciling and then driving back to a uh, uh, a credit union to make some deposits. So as a proactive banker, just knowing the tools out there, I mean, you know, she's spending a third of her week just collecting, you know, what, what can I do to streamline that, to help her, you know, free up some time and get back to doing what she does. And so, uh, being proactive is crucial. Visiting is crucial, you know, building that relationship. And then all that allows the, the bank down the road, if there is another, an opportunity uh, you know if, if uh, doctor needs a loan down the road hey it
0: is smooth sailing right it's, mm-hmm. it's an easy process yeah you've already got a lot of that again that relationship built so that you know what your risk is and there's some comfort in just the whole process right right so uh, so I guess the question is on a bank holiday can I call you absolutely okay Absolutely. Right. just making sure <laughs> just making sure uh, as uh, as uh, again sort of that everybody watching out and thinking a little bit about some of the fraud that's out there right uh, the banker that actually knows the practice and the practice knows how to get in touch with the banker what are some things that you're seeing right now from a uh, uh, illegal and fraud standpoint that uh, the relationship between banker and practice or business owner uh, especially in healthcare care uh, that you're seeing what are ways to mitigate that to prevent it give us some some insights, strategies thoughts along those lines
1: maybe about a month ago we hosted a, a cybersecurity event we had maybe 250 um uh, of our clients come to uh, Vestavia Country Club, and, and we were able to provide a couple speakers. And uh, there was one speaker that just stood out in my mind. We brought in the uh, the uh, Birmingham, and I believe he works for the FBI, but you know, a essentially um, a mail fraud specific speaker, and the one thing that blew me away was understanding that there is a black market for keys in mailboxes and essentially taking those you know they're after checks right they're after paper documents after uh, statement accounts that has that customers information on it And so just doing anything you can to eliminate paper i mean right. it's, it's crucial uh, but just understanding it's like man there's a secondary market for for keys
0: just for, to go into lockbox or the P.O. boxes right Right, it's like that blue
1: mailbox that you yeah. see out in front of the post box yeah uh, I think it was selling for $500 on the black market so mm. uh, eliminating your paper trail is crucial you know anything that you can do to maybe pay vendors ACH understand that um, you, you know Going from bank account to bank account, you know there is less fraud out there in the fact that hey, those account numbers aren't out there right you've may uh gotten the invoice and you're you're talking direct and it may you may have that account number saved right, yep. so if that account number saved you've you've made payments in the past, and you know that this this is going to be paid uh just depending on the dollar amount so uh, fraud is out there and, and just understand that it, that it does happen. There, there are so many things. Uh, but also, we have a great team that is there to, um, you know, pr- protect that uh, doctor's bank account. And, you know, if we see something that that is out of the ordinary, hey, we're reaching out to the doctor just to say, hey, did you truly pay this? Is this something that, mm-hmm. you know, high level, that this looks a little different? Or, right. hey, we've recognized a check image that is... You know, maybe somebody has taken that account number, they've created a check. And so we, we are very proactive in that sense and, and then have a great team behind the scenes that are making sure that we're doing everything on our behalf yeah. to try to communicate to you if we think something is up.
0: Right. Yeah. I know a lot of practices, they sort of get into a routine, not, not like retail and restaurants where you are grocery stores and that type of thing where you have a lot of cash sitting around. I know there are other systems such as the, the armored car right. uh, services and such. But what do you recommend as it relates to taking the deposits to the bank? You've got some check scanning technology, not just yours, but all, all banks pretty much have that same thing. What do you recommend to a practice as it relates to just the the controls that take place on taking the deposit to the bank. There's just sort of that routine. There's a ritual to it. There's a a regiment to it. Um, Folks like to get out of the office, take a... Give, it, give me a little bit of, of uh, from your perspective uh, what you would recommend Absolutely. as it relates to the to the deposits it, it all really dep- depends on that
1: specific practice so mm-hmm. we can kind of talk high level but you know uh, the bank it, and my goal is to make sure that you, your banking process is st- streamlined right if you don't want to come to the bank we have the technology to where we can put that scanner that you mentioned mm-hmm. Uh, into the practice. And even further, you, you know, hey, do you want to scan one check at a time or you want to check, scan multiple checks at a time? And, and so uh, it's about understanding how that practice is receiving payments. Um, hey, they they could be getting a ton of payments and they could be uh, in a situation to look at lockbox services, right, to where we uh, put that uh, P.O. box on a on an invoice, and those checks are paid into uh, a lockbox, and then they're processing that check immediately. And so, every practice is a little different. Um, you know, with with the technology out there, I would encourage doctors to look at that because hey, that office manager's time may be spent a little better. Let, let's say she's working. In, and and trying to collect, uh, you know, insurance discrepancies down the road, right? If she's coming to the bank, if she's doing that every day, that's an hour of her time, you know, Mm -hmm. driving to the bank, there's probably some liability of her driving to the bank. Uh, what if she was in an accident? There's there's ability to maybe, you know, you, you you don't want to immediately think this, but hey, what what if you know fraud happens? What if uh, you know bank account numbers are stolen, checks are missing, and so the, the technology is out there to streamline that and to simplify that, um, and so just understanding how that practice is to, making deposits is is very important for us to recommend. Uh, services that can meet those goals and and increase that cash flow
0: yeah yeah and and along with that uh, the the just the technology the scanning and and such creating those more electronic files um, what are some other advantages that you're seeing as uh, with with technology banking the the customer what what can they take advantage of well, the reporting, along with along yeah, with you
1: yeah the, the reporting that comes along with that is fantastic right so uh, you can pull uh, dollar amounts check numbers you know specific dates so just having the ability to go access that it, it is crucial and and you know that's that's really checks think right. about accepting credit cards you know we uh work with Uh, a partner that helps accept credit cards. And think about a dental practice um, using a a Clover Mini, right? Mm -hmm. you got a handheld wireless device, uh, and your patient is sitting in the chair, right? So, you know, with this device, you can have patient pay immediately sitting in chair. Uh, You're not getting up. um, You're entering information such as... uh, phone number and email for future scheduling so within the clover you've got an app store that can tie into your practice management to to schedule future appointments right mm-hmm. and down the road we want to make sure that they come to those future appointments so not only do you get the benefit of the technology immediately right. checking somebody out but hey let's remind them that they do have an appointment coming sure up. Um, and so just just using the technology out there is, is very important. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a great point you think about orthopedics where you you're working with boots and casting and, and splinting and such uh, different items like that that come after the the doctor's visit, but still in the in the clinic or in the uh, practice or the office that needs to be added on instead of waiting to get all the way back around to the um, to the checkout desk, uh, bringing that into the room and uh, and having that transaction cared for because you've got the advanced beneficiary notice, all of those different forms that kind of have to happen once that decision's made to put that boot or that uh, DME, the durable medical equipment. Some of that could happen right there and you get the transaction pretty well captured. So that's a great, great thought. Thanks to our, our dentist friends for uh, uh, helping us th- th- thinking through that. Uh, you know, Ramsey White, we're here. He's been a guest on our show before. He's now, uh, I think their, their company, Innovative Billing, has now changed to Vative, I believe, is the, the new uh, branding. He's, he's got some great strategies and technology on how to connect the practice, the bank, and um, uh, some of the credit card functions and such. Getting those statements out. So really, anything that the practice can think of to be more efficient and use more technology, one, we get the fraud, some of the controls there, but just the the steps to get the cash back in the into the account is is so important. And I think the message is, if they'll just call you and ask, it's not always a fee. It's not all. It, it, there's some there's just some thinking that could go right. on and working together.
1: Well, we're going to work hard to, you know, to earn that business and price the technology yep. to where it's it's really beneficial for right. the practice, right? Yep. They may have a very strong deposit account and there's a good chance that they're not going to pay fees because that earnings credit does offset everything. And so being proactive and having the conversation and there's some negotiation, uh, but make sure that you know we're having those conversations because the bank appreciates your business yeah. and we want your business. And and don't get me wrong, there there are services associated with like we lease those you know uh, remote deposit machines, but hey, if we're if strong deposit customer, we're going to offset right. that you know simple payment. And right. so. There's always ways to look at things, and and we just are appreciative of having that conversation, and and we'll come up with something creative to meet your goals.
0: Well, yep. that's so helpful. I um, I I am not afraid to call the banker. I hear you. I am not afraid to. <laughs> I, I, I consider that a, a just a, an adjunct uh, to the success of the business, and and a. My words to my colleagues would be, don't don't be afraid either. The, the, Do it.
1: The banker should be receptive and appreciative of that yep. call, right? Because yep. it's one of those that, hey, if this keeps happening, then we're moving our relationship, yep. right? And yep. so if we understand the pain points that, that you're experiencing – we want to meet those goals, and if pricing is one of them, then let's talk. Let's yeah, talk about it. Let's, sure. let's make sure that you know. Hey, it is it is a good business decision for both the bank, but also, you know, the practice. Sure.
0: So. Well, we're um, we're we're a few minutes away from wrapping today, and um, Aaron, I appreciate your your coming and, and giving us some thoughts and insight. Um, any any last kind of parting words, uh, summarizing. Is, the other other things that uh, uh, a practice manager a, a practice owner needs to really think about as they go into their relationship or or if nothing else uh, uh, just kind of thinking back through and just taking a, a, a stock of what their relationship is with their banker and what they some questions they may need to ask well i am very appreciative of you, you guys allowed
1: me to hop on this and And I would just say, you know, be proactive and and understand, uh, allow your banker to understand your business. And and he wants to support you. He wants to make sure that everything is running efficient. and, And the best way to do that is dialogue. So when he's calling to grab lunch, go grab lunch. If you, you know, if it's a coffee, go grab a coffee. And, and allow him to understand that because down the road it, it will be beneficial because there will be a pain point or two that's discussed and and the bank can come in and, and streamline you know what whatever that pain point is and so uh, a relationship is so important with a community bank at, at Riverbank we, we're very appreciative of, of of not only the practice but but the you know personal side of things mm-hmm. right and so. Uh, having those conversations and, and knowing your banker's name is so important because there will be a need down the road and if the banker has a great relationship uh, he will go out of his way to make sure you know that your goals are, are met and so just just uh, keep a good dialogue with your banker. You know, make sure that they are supporting you how they need to be supported. And then, hey, if that if you haven't talked to your banker in a while, and there's a banker out there that is trying to earn some business, it, it may not be a bad idea to grab coffee and mm-hmm. see what he can see how he can support your practice. I, I think
0: you the the big word there that that uh, you hit on was allow. Just allow them in. There, it's it's a lot of it's a totally different dynamic, and allow your banker to come in if they call. And make time for them because you never know when you're going to need them. And uh, if you're
1: working with a good banker that understands the medical community, he he's going to be banking, you know, 25 other practices. He's he's going to be able to provide the references that that you need. He may know your CPA. He may know your lawyer. He may know. You know, everybody a part of your team. And if if that banker understands healthcare, he he not only is going to know and and be able to provide references from from your consultants, from your uh, vendors, he's going to, you know, be able to recommend, you know, outside of banking services. And, And I feel like being in the healthcare space, if there's something that a doctor needs, I'm able to say, hey, well, this guy is a quality guy. You need to be talking with him. And And that's just a little more value above and beyond, you know, banking itself, right? Right. Uh, Loans are important.
0: Deposits are important. But what kind of consulting can that banker provide to you? Good. Well, Aaron, again, thank you so much for being with us. This is great information. I always love talking about relationships and how uh, different entities can work together. And uh, I I certainly do appreciate your time and and insight. Russ, thank you for uh, keeping us all straight here and making it all happen and work. Um, Tara Arrington, who is uh, one of our producers and part of our Uh, marketing and media relations team. So my name is Jeff Dance. Uh, Glad you're with us today on our Revenue Radio podcast powered by KASUF. Uh, Again, uh, KASUF Healthcare Solutions is a big part of this production and we are here to enhance the business of uh, medicine so it brings value to you, the practice manager, the physician, and the business owner. We hope you'll be back with us soon. Thank you and have a good day.